if you are in the same place you will encounter the same problems if I live by the water I can't be surprised when storms come I live by the water so every year I know when it's flood time I, I'm, I'm panicking the place comes with certain circumstance so don't ask for no place you ain't ready for and they were in the desert and naturally in the desert there's no water and they encountered a problem they couldn't find water anybody ever feel like you're a place in your life where you can't find what you need y'all ain't gonna be honest and so Moses he didn't even say nothing to them the Bible says they became his opposition and if your attitude is the same the problem will stay the same they encountered this problem before the generation that encountered it before in Exodus chapter 17 died this is a whole new generation and the attitude is the same sometimes you got to break some generational things listen to this things don't change people do stop praying for God to change the circumstance ask God to change you I can't go and pray God make this water never flood again that's the territory I'm in some of y'all are praying for, for God to change what naturally does what it does. Some of you are mad at somebody who naturally is wounded and you keep going to them. What do you think wounded people going to do to you? So stop going to them. Ask God to change you. Go someplace else. Y'all ain't hearing nothing. And they couldn't get to the promised land because they had the same attitude. It is detrimental to be promoted to a level you cannot handle the next level will reveal your abilities or expose your inabilities so don't ask God for nothing you can't you don't ask God to get married because it's going to expose that you wasn't ready don't ask God for no ministry because it's going to expose how much you don't love people don't ask God for a lot of money because it's going to reveal how selfish you are since when you got that money how many people you bless the more money you get just bigger things you want never thinking about God's heart I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing so they could never get to the promised land and they complained and they, they, they frustrated Moses and listen to me this is for every Moses in this room protect your space it takes people two minutes to hurt you and you a lifetime to heal from it I know that smacks somebody into like next week right there it'll take people two minutes to hurt you that's why the best thing is to not let everybody in until you vet them and these people hurt Moses because the, the, the chapter starts with saying his sister died. And people forget sometimes that everything they go through, the leader is going through with it. With them. And his sister died. And he's still in the desert just like them. And he's frustrated. And all they're doing is saying, we want water. And the Bible says they oppose them. But don't let the opposition become your position. You know, somebody can do something to you and then you become what they've done to you. Like they start out saying you a liar and you start defending yourself. I'm not a liar. And then all of a sudden 
you jump in there and you start lying about them lying about lying about you become what they tell you they are complainers Moses was the only hope they had and guess what Moses becomes now he became exactly what they were watch this y'all seek godly solutions not Egyptian ones these people said we want what we had in Egypt and this if you ever get anything from my life and I know my time is gone I know I can be hard and rigid when it comes to the gospel I know I'm the party spoiler I know my kids tell me all the time not verbally but they kind of let me know because I'm always seeing or trying to see it how God sees it and we've got a generation of believers who is constantly seeking Egypt for the approval on their Christianity why is it that the Christian artist is only validated when the world buys his music or he get a Grammy wasn't God's okay enough because if his okay is not enough nothing else will be as a matter of fact I might have even questioned did you ever want God or you wanted his hands come on somebody and the children of Israel said we want what we had in Egypt while Moses went to God and God told him he said go to the rock and speak to it and water will come from it the want of something shows you the worth of the thing whenever you want something it becomes valuable and in a see this is a picture here and I'm done y'all I'm almost done this is a picture they are in a de deserted place but they are not creatures of the desert Oh, I feel like preaching here oh my gosh they are in a deserted place but they're not creatures of the desert the desert don't have water but they are creatures that needs water you on planet earth as a believer are not creatures of this earth and so that's why it feels like the thing you need you never get because you're not creatures of the earth you need water you you hey <laughs> Oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't have rapped, maybe I should have preached. Hallelujah, because I feel a word. Uh, uh, they, 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 the creatures of a space, and this is how you know you weren't meant, this is how you know God is real. You would never have the desires for peace if there wasn't a place that could provide it. Rocks don't ever stand up and say I'm hungry because rocks aren't creatures that could eat. Whatever you a creature with an appetite for is proof that that thing exists. But I promise you that the desert don't have the water you're looking for. It comes from the rock. And so if you're in a deserted place, I want you to know that you don't have to stay deserted. And the one of something shows the worth of something. Water was valuable. And Moses followed God. God told him bring the congregation before the rock now he did this before the first time he did it God told him strike the rock and he struck the rock and water came gushing out and the Bible says in the book of Corinthians that that rock was Jesus the rock that watered them wherever they went was Jesus and he struck the rock and from striking the rock the water flowed y'all see that did y'all see that and now they got water 
and they became thirsty again because by now they should have been in the promised land but because of same habits they're in the same place and he said God says bring the congregation but this time don't strike the rock speak to it but I'm going to tell you what I've learned in all my years of living and I'm still learning this never make important decisions when you are emotional a lot of us come to church and we want to bind the devil and pray for healing for stuff we did when we were emotional come on somebody and you regret those decisions anybody ever regret that decision hallelujah and they couldn't Moses couldn't handle it so he made an emotional decision and this is what he said when he got before the people he said you rebels God told him speak to the rock not to the people how long must we him and his brother Aaron give you water you never gave anybody water but when you get tired of people you can lose it and watch this he's gonna give the people the thing they want and lose it imagine he's blessing the people that's angry and he's going to lose it he's not gonna get blessed but they're gonna still get the water and the Bible says he told them how long shall we give you water and he struck the rock now the Bible reads and says he did it twice so in your mind you read like tap tap no 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 because after this God was fed up the Bible says he struck it twice and is telling you twice for a reason the first time boom water didn't come this is an angry man you rebels anybody ever got frustrated how long shall I do this my sister is dead I'm in the wilderness with you I want change too how long and he strikes the rock one time and nothing came second time he's frustrated because he believes the power's in the staff and he strikes it again and this time God actually causes water to come gushing and as that water gush God said that's it Moses I can't trust you any you see, my goal is not just how I start. Paul says, what sense does it make? You, you remember when y'all were young Christians, how on fire you were, how you sang and everything, how you participated and everything. You were passionate about CNG, you were in ministry, you were in everything. Uh, ten years pass, you, you on some, it's time to get money. It's some me time now. And, and, and you, you now have fallen into the American trap that church is out of convenience you want church like Burger King if they don't preach this way or they don't do it this way I'm not and you're never fellowshipping you're never growing you're never ministering and all your gifts are going dormant because time passed and Moses is frustrated and he strikes it and God says I can't trust you anymore and for that reason you will die here's something that stuck out in one chapter 
Moses in one chapter buried his sister, buried his brother, and buried his destiny. Tell your neighbor, don't lose it. Don't lose what God got for you. Tell your neighbor, don't lose it. In one chapter of your life. Yeah, I know you had 45 nice ones, but be careful of that 46th one. Be on guard at all times. Come on, tell your neighbor, be on guard. Encourage somebody. Tell them this ain't time to quit on God. And the question for theologians have always become, why such a harsh punishment? And God tells you why. But sometimes God's answers is never good enough for us. God says, because you no longer trust me in front of the people and honor me in front of them. And as a result, see, it's one thing to deal with people that don't have qualifications because he never had it. But it's another thing to deal with people whose heart is no longer with you. And he said, that's it. Now, why is this a problem? Let me tell you why, and this going to bless you. God said to Moses, speak to the rock. He was acknowledging that the rock had already been struck. That Christ had already died once. And there's no need to kill him again. At that point, once the rock had been struck, all you got to do is go talk to it and water... But Moses does what we do. We wait till we frustrated and we in sin and we messed up and we put Jesus right back up on the cross. Right back up on the cross. Right back up on the cross. And God said, it's only one time my son had to die for water to flow. And I came to tell everybody in here that for the last many years of my life, I've seen dark days. I've seen high days. I've seen low days. But there was always one thing that was always there that I could go speak to and after five minutes of talking to it water came flowing and that rock is Jesus and if you are in this house today you don't gotta beat Jesus up to get what Jesus got for you come on somebody disobedience can lead to denial but obedience will lead to a life of promise. Everybody bow your head and close your eyes in this place. Hallelujah.